People are stranger when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. Hey, we took a week off. Yes, we didn't consider, oh yeah, Super Bowl last week. <laughs> I, I, I DM'd Scott like the, I think Saturday, right before I'm like, hey, Super Bowl, gonna be a party thing, so let's just go ahead and skip. I was like, completely didn't even think about it, but here we are. What's going on, Scott? And, but do you have do you have a lot of stress, Dave? Are you are you feeling stressed <laughs> tonight? You know, yeah. keeping secrets that leads to stress. I don't know if your machine's going to be working on me, Mister Strange, but uh, I'm curious uh, because I did. I always like to not look at who voiced. I'm wondering if somebody actually uh, voiced a a Mister Mr. Hugo Strange, which of course makes his first appearance in this episode. The uh, Strange, what is it? <laughs> It's already, I'm already like, what's this title? The strange this? Secret oh, yeah. of Bruce Wayne. Man, man, I already just have a flub up right there. And I was like, the strange crap. My brain literally went, whoops, <laughs> just dropped it. Just immediately dropped it. Yes. The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. There you go. Play on words a little bit because, you know, we uh, get that first appearance of Hugo Strange. Who is voicing Hugo Strange? Um, no one that okay, I recognize. Okay. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a known individual because I checked. You know yeah. me. I checked these things, mm -hmm. and I was just like, nah, nope, nope, nope. That's not that's that's not a name that means anything to me. No. Okay. I was about to say, I mean, like, because it sounds like it could be a familiar name or a voice when you hear like the. I don't know. I was kind of going, huh? It kind of sounds familiar, but maybe it's just. Who knows? But all right. So there you go. Nobody that, that's actually known. But uh, I mean, we get we get a plethora of voices in here, you know, for being a, you know, this is it's, it's a good episode. I mean, I will say, I mean, it's an introduction. It's to entertaining. Movie. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's got like a really I mean, the clip that I pull out, pulled is more towards, uh, well, the middle as opposed to like an end clip, because it's just kind of like cool how certain things play out when it comes to this. But, yeah, we also get, you know, we're, we get some Joker. We get some Two-Face and we get some Penguin in this episode. So we get some rogues. We do. Now, um, I, I want to start off with, of course, I, I hinted at this last week that there were some comic connections involved with this episode. Yeah. And uh, this plot, I wouldn't say is based on, I would say more was inspired by uh, another Steve Englehart story, just like we talked about with The Laughing Fish. Uh, this is actually like four issues before The Laughing Fish in Detective Comics number 471 and 472 from August and September of 1977. The stories were called The Dead Yet Live and I Am the nice. Batman. Uh, the only that really survives is the fact that Hugo Strange finds out Batman's identity and then attempts to auction <laughs> yeah. it off. But that's that's where the similarity stops. However, it is interesting to note that the, these issues were Dr. Hugo Strange's first reappearance in the comics since the 40s. Since the 40s. Wow. Man. Yeah. He was introduced in the 40s. Uh, fun connection. You know, of course, he appears in Batman number one in 1940, and he mutates individuals. Uh, Batman number one is, well, it's famous and infamous. Mm. Batman number one has the first appearance of Robin, the first appearance of the Joker, and the first appearance of Catwoman. And it's also the one where 
Uh, they killed these giant mutants that Doctor Strange creates, okay. and that was what led to the editorial backlash that led to Batman's no killing. Oh, wow. So there you go. I never knew that little fun little tidbit right there. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. And uh, Doctor Hugo Strange had been dead in the comics since Detective Comics number 46. 46. Wow. So, And this is coming from issue 471. Wow. So there you go. I know. I mean, like, and of course, we've seen him show up, of course, in the Arkham games, especially the first one. He was the main dude. Oh, it was so good. So good. Oh, Arkham City is like, oh, that's just that. that That's right. He was the second one, not the first one. I was was reminded about the. No, no. He's the second Mm -hmm. one because it was the warden who was the big guy in Arkham Asylum. That's right. That's right. And. uh and then, of course, you get B.D. Wong in Gotham. Yeah, he did a great inspired, job. Fantastic. Fired, yeah. Kind of wondering, I mean, you know, kind of makes you wonder, like, what kind of, what's the next live version we're going to get when it comes to that? I remember, there's been, like, I think, like, even, like, with Ben Affleck's script, there was rumors that he might have been in there. Maybe Matt Reeves will pull him in there. And I forgot to say hi to everybody. Hi, Venom. How's it going? We got Ryan. We got Eric. Good to see you. Mr. Fear Jason. We got Mama Film Junkie. Just had dinner at her house. Thank you, mom. Again, all right. And then we got, we got Rams, baby. We got Cat here. Hi, Cat. We got Selena, Kyle, and that's pretty much about it. Well, we got Ray here too. Yep, Ray is here. Hi, hi, guys. So there you go. Just got to say my highs. Hello, of course, Captain Gator Girl as well. All right. So, um, yeah. So this episode, um, like I said, it's our introduction to Hugo Strange, and uh, you know, he's a he's a he's a good character to have. And like I said, there's gonna be some other ones that show up too, which was kind of. Interesting because uh, I mean you know when when this when this uh, first off the title card <laughs> oh my god this oh, title god. card is like haunting I mean just the way it looks I mean it, his face is red there's the sweat and the uh, the pupil being a skull my god <laughs> yeah and the score which is this oh, episode yeah. is not Shirley Walker this score is Lolita. Remini's, I can never pronounce her name, but she becomes one of the big three who, after Shirley Walker retires and passes, she's one of the trinity of composers who, like, takes on, on like, for the rest of the animated universe. Mm. She's She'll be there with, like, Michael, McHugh, Michael McHugh-son and... Um, I'm forgetting the third person's name, but yeah, this, this late Lolita here is like one of those three that like carry the torch after Shirley Walker. Well, she definitely shows it in this episode because, you know, I mean, it, uh, it definitely, it's right when that title card appears, you know, it's got a very, you know, noirish kind of, um, um, score to it. I mean, and speaking of that, man, man, that Catwoman score for the Batman. Oh, we're so close. It's gonna be a week from tomorrow. But yeah, we're so close. But yeah, when uh, Michael Giacchino, I always had to make sure I say that right. Giacchino, yes. Yeah, he puts it right there in his Twitter bio, which was nice. Giacchino, um, yeah, he they posted that last what Friday or Thursday or whatever. I think it was maybe Thursday. And yeah, it's it, Thursday. Yeah, it is so noir, like with a piano and everything. I mean, geez. I mean, it's gonna be the whole thing's gonna be something fucking special, man. So, okay. So then we have uh we have Judge Vargas, Maria Vargas, who is meeting up with some people. You know, it's something we've seen before when you have like these uh some of the uh 
the powerful in Gotham meeting somewhere sketchy late at night. And this time it's a bridge with Batman looking over and, uh, you know, she's got a suitcase full of, uh, money that she's trying to get a tape. And now when you start scratching your head, like, okay, a tape. Yep. Did this, did this scene, did the beginning of this episode kind of remind you of the beginning of Cape and Cowl Conspiracy? Because yes! I totally got that vibe. Yes, that's why I was saying. It's like, not the first time we've haven't we've seen something like this before, where you have somebody is basically holding uh, something that they have on you for ransom, which does make sense. I mean, that's how you're going to like, you know, make some money right there. And this, in this case, it's a tape. And uh, a tape, yeah. a VHS tape, <laughs> nothing's yeah dreams <laughs> 90s like a videotape oh yeah totally with it with it, it's got her name like on it too and everything and it's funny too because um you got these two goons which am i not mistaken the main goon not the guy who's i forgot his name but there's a guy named numbers but the main goon is that the same guy who does a penguin voice i think it is oh yeah you know what? i it, i would think it would have to because i don't even think those two aren't even credited individually yeah. so this in in the credits yeah i like numbers i just like the guy who could be like <laughs> she's 40 20 grand short. 20 short you know it's just like geez he could just i mean i guess that's a good ability to have he could just flip through dollar bills and uh <laughs> or like it's probably gonna be a hundred dollar bills and just know that uh how much it is and then and he's right too because she just basically said that's all she has and then they like increase it they're like well you know, that means we're going to have to increase it. Like, what did they say? Like a hundred thousand or something like that. Yeah. Another hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. She can't be able to pay that. And then of course, um, Batman inter intervenes, uh, in the way that he does like right in the, right after the goon says something, I forgot exactly what he says, but he said, he says something and then Batman like responds to it in the way that he does and, uh, starts doing that. But then of course the tape ends up, of course, falling onto like a beam that's just sticking out there. And she's so desperate to get it. I mean, this she wants she just needs this thing to be destroyed, which, you know, she could have just left it there and it would have just probably eventually blown off into the water and she would have been fine. But no, she decides to climb out onto that beam and say, I got to get this damn tape. And also, it's just like, lady, lady, this is this is this is not good. Like, no, no, it's it's fine. You know, if it falls in the water, you still achieve the same thing it's fine exactly. you know and, all, yeah. and i feel like she even gets to the point where like she she's so like i try to figure out like she goes unconscious so quickly <laughs> I, I like it's like did she bang did she just happen to bang her head just right i also feel like there's gotta be a little bit of like shock of like she's just like so worked up and freaked out that she just Faints. yeah there's that and i think it's just a little bit of both because yeah she trips and then she lands and boom she's out and then of course um um it does end up going out into the water like the tape uh ends up um and then like even the goons like like when, when batman is trying to like you know make sure that she's okay i mean even they leave without the money <laughs> like wait a minute you want to just take a little bit of that money yeah <laughs> i know like that was the one part that made me kind of go because because the bag was still like on like what like the trunk of the yeah, car or the hood of the yeah, car yeah and it just they 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 like peel away and the bag just falls and it's like all right interesting so all right I mean I guess I mean some money is better than no money I would think you could still be like hey keep but then again and then it's funny too because they lost the tape but then again 
I'm sure there's extra copies of it when it comes to uh, Strange. There's got to be some backups. And then we get, uh, of course, Gordon showing up. And uh, I, I love this actual sh this this little exchange right here is cool because, you know, it's on a bridge. And, you know, after they get her into the ambulance, he just walks over and Batman's just like on the ledge, pressed up in the back, like in a shadow. Like you don't you can barely see oh, him. It is the sexiest yeah. Batman kind of shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, the animation for this episode is not great yeah. when we when we talk about animation, but whoever decided to do that shot looked really good. They earned their paycheck that they day. Did. Definitely did. Now they definitely did. I like that exchange because, um, yeah, he's just like he, Gordon's like, why the what what could possibly be on that tape? I just had dinner with her. She was fine. And then I love how like Batman's just like, or when like they, they uh, somebody um. I forgot what I think like another cop mentioned something about something. I totally, I don't think I wrote that down. I just, because I was so, I was so, I wrote great. It was Montoya. It was Montoya. Actually. Oh, okay. It was Montoya. Yeah. Um, Because I, I wrote down specifically great shadowy shot. <laughs> I think I was, so I've kind of missed uh, what, what the, what uh, Montoya said, but, uh, and then Batman just kind of goes like, well, I hear my rides here and the Batwing just shows up. I love how you kind of hear it when Gordon's still talking. You just hear that. Like kind of coming in, and then all of a sudden he's just like, "Yep, rides here." And then Gordon is like, "Holy shit, it's Batwing!" And Robin's flying it, which is cool. Got a well, Robin. and also learning that the no, what they were bringing up was the fact of where she had just been. That's what in, it is in that that resort. Yes, and then because it was weird is that I, I forgot it, but then it never comes back up again. Batman brings up the fact that the resort was a Daggett subsidiary. That's right. And I'm and I'm totally forgetting, like, dude, Daggett had like a presence like yeah. in like this first season. Yeah. Yeah, I was noticing like, that too. I was everything like, was like owned by Daggett, run yeah. by Daggett. I know. In this episode, I was like, I started going, okay, I was trying to remember like where it goes. I'm like, okay, I remember the beats. And then I went, Daggett doesn't show up in this episode, I don't think. And I went, no, no, he doesn't. Um, but yeah, his name, his presence is always has felt um throughout this whole thing but um and then i love it when you know batman essentially says to robin uh do i look stressed out to you and then of course robin's like you know get out of here it's like yeah get out of town he says but you know nice little exchange right there i guess you could say between batman and robin um because it's kind of funny you're like okay robin's here is he gonna play a part in any of this episode oh oh, oh, he, oh he does he plays a pretty damn significant significant part at the end of this episode which i i always thought was great when i when i was a kid i would like i don't know i remember like specifically we'll get there though but i always loved you know the little trickery uh for hugo strange which of course we get introduced to in the next uh scene and oh, before, uh, well before we do that though however it's canon it's canon mm. Bruce Wayne wears whitey tights. Ah, that's right, because we actually cut to the resorts, and of course, Alfred's with him, and he's opening up all the stuff, and then, you know, and they're talking about the sessions and everything, with, and they mention Hugo Strange, so we get that little introduction, but yes, there you go. Canon, right there, guys. You heard it here. Whitey tighties when it comes to uh, Bruce Wayne. Right there. It's good. <laughs> and then I love when, uh, you know, Alfred goes, well, maybe I should lay out your night wear, your evening clothes, he says. Lay out your evening clothes, which, of course, is a whole suitcase dedicated to the bat suit, which we've been talking about a lot of bat suits lately. <laughs> yeah, we have. 
Yeah, actually, well, you know, we'll get actually let's let me get your top three favorite bat suits since we since you didn't uh, since you were on the Vodka stream on Friday when I was asking everybody, what were your top three? What are your top three? Oh, and are we talking just live theatrically? Action. Are we talking live action? Live action. TV can be included, but live action. But yeah, no animation or okay. video games. <laughs> oh, see that really? Okay, okay, man, you you, you busting my balls now. Yes. Um, obviously, obviously, BVS Batfleck is my number one. Yeah. Um, number two. Ooh. I am. I am. I'm tempted to go. Number two is going to be. Keaton 89. Nice. Um, I always like the 89 better than the return suit. Too. <laughs> and then my number three, um, mm, <laughs> I, I, I almost want to go back to Batflick and then say the, uh, the armored suit. Cause I just, I love that. Yeah. I love the armored yes. suit. I, you know, not even the tactical suit, but like the like yeah. the Dark Knight Returns, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. fight Superman Next suit. suit. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, that's. I think mine were Batman Begins, Keaton, and then and then number one, of course, BVS. It's just kind of funny, like how it was like everybody who joined, who I asked, we all one hundred percent are always like BVS bat suit. You know, it's always the number one when it comes to that. And then of course it changes up. And then of course we had. Uh, you know, we've had a fun discourse on is the nightmare suit really like its own suit or is it just the regular suit with some accessories? You saw that. You saw all that uh, stuff. Talk. <laughs> See, I believe I'm going to I'm sorry. I, I got to bust your balls on this one, Dave. I feel like this falls under like the action figure mm -hmm. variant. So it's like I consider that. You something. Know I, I fall. I, I it makes it something no, else. It, it, it I, it, you throw and I totally see it, and I and I'm mainly pushing back against it because because of Steven. because <laughs> he's so oh. he was so adamant on like no no, and then of course you have Ben who's so adamant on eh, eh, and you know it's just kind of funny you know it's a fun little discourse, but um, I think it's just because I I don't know maybe like to me I never was like oh the nightmare suit I was always just nightmare Batman. You know, I never, I don't know if I've ever really said nightmare suit. I just go nightmare Batman to me. And it's just like, and I didn't include it in my little countdown. I mean, I guess I should have, if, if we wanted to get really technical with it. And I was just like, ah, well, it's like, I mean, it's up there obviously with the BVS suit because it partially is the BVS suit. It's the same cow, same, you know, upper body, but with the jacket and different pants and goggles, of course. So, but it's been fun having that little. Yeah. Detail. My honorable mention would be the begin suit. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I love the technicality of why the suit changes in the Dark Knight. I love the fact that a suit changes in the middle of a film series, and they actually explain why it changes. Like the first time ever. I appreciate that <laughs> for the first time ever. It's like, oh, you like to turn your head. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like that. Yeah. But if we're talking about as a Batman suit, the Begin suit so much better, man. Just looks better I'm yeah sure. i actually watched i put on dark knight rises last night just because i don't know i was watching something on hbo max and i saw that you know i was like i haven't watched it in a bit uh you know and it's just 
it's not the strongest of the Batman movies. And, you know, it's got, it, there's issues I have with it, but, you know, and then just looking at the suit, I mean, there's shots where the suit looks, you know, that, that suit looks cool, but then there's just like, yeah, but it just doesn't, there's something beast. He looks beastly in that Batman begins suit. He looks bigger. There's just something about it. I don't know. And I remember seeing like an entertainment weekly when they released those back in like 2004 or five or something like that. And me and my friends were working on something, a video, a little thing. And we stopped and we were looking at that. We were so like blown away by how great, he looked in the suit. We're like, that's Batman. Holy shit. You know, after not having a Batman movie for like eight years, man, good times back when before social media, God damn, such a more, much more peaceful lives, lives we uh, lived. Anyways, back to our originally uh, scheduled programming here. So yeah, we're at the resort now and this is where strange, you know, we start seeing this uh, machine that, Doctor Doctor Strange, <laughs> Doctor Hugo Strange. Um, I know. I thought about that. I was like, <laughs> "Wait a minute!" Yeah, I know. That's where you can really throw you off right there because it's like, well, technically, you're not wrong. He is Doctor Strange, but you can't. You know, you gotta you gotta put the Hugo in there because people are gonna be like, "Wait, what? Who's in this?" And that's Hugo Strange. So he straps him up to this whole thing to basically, you know. Um, and it's funny too because you wouldn't think like well then again Bruce is like trying to really like figure out what's going on but I was almost like man Bruce is just gonna just let this guy like do this and it kind of reminded me of Batman Forever a little bit I don't know if you got kind of those vibes you know with the with the, the box no 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 yeah <laughs> you're not the first yeah. like no that's like yeah Batman Forever ripped this mm -hmm. off I mean let's let's be honest here. yeah they definitely did and uh, I mean but it's a cool little sequence that happens because um what happens right here and this is the the clip I wanted to show because I thought this was the strongest portion of the whole thing because you get you get to dive into Bruce Wayne's mind and uh it's pretty uh I don't know I just thought like the visuals look pretty cool so there must be considerable stress in your life considerable stress in your life you start with your child yes <laughs> and it's like oh don't have much to say about my child Sad Bruce. Is there some past tragedy you do not wish to acknowledge? He's Bruce Wayne. I know. It's like, I mean, you know the story, right? <laughs> but see, I love it. Like Bruce starts struggling, and then you got this little montage of stuff, and like the gun is like floating in the air, like he doesn't know who it is yet. Maybe that's what's kind of I was looking at it. Like he didn't have a face to the gun. The loss of your parents. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that was kind of interesting right there. Were they taking from I mean that machine is creepy looking to begin with. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it really is. But I do like like when when like the it's revealed what exactly like what he's trying to hold back on right. I was only a child. There was nothing I could do. But you wanted Fist in the air. You were filled with that. You desired what? Wow. I love how it was like his glasses are prescription sunglasses, I guess. What was it, Mr. Wayne? Hmm. What was it? Come on, just say it, Bruce. Wanted. Oh, see, and then, <laughs> it's very, very bat Batman Forever definitely ripped this off. So. Revenge! Right there. <laughs> it's a cool little montage of like, all right, I like that. So I thought that was the strongest portion of this episode, to be honest. You know, diving into the psychology, which, uh, you know, you talked to somebody about the psychology of Batman recently. 
Oh yes, yeah. Doctor Langley. It was a it was a very um, lively discussion. I would have to say. Oh, yeah, I guess it's a talker, man. I tell you, I know, but like, I think that's what where this episode was like. You know, it, it furthered more of that. I mean, it's all stuff we already knew. But then you're kind of going, well, wait a minute. Now this guy is seeing all that. What the hell? Which, of course, yeah, that was the whole point. Or not the whole point. I don't think he ever suspected, maybe. But he was just like, he just loves that he gets dirt on anybody. So now, what is Strange going to do? Well, now I'm going to start calling the Joker Two-Face Penguin and be like, hey, highest bidder, you're going to, I'm going to show you who Batman is, which is what he does. I love Joker's answering machine. Yeah. That's the best part of the entire sequence. Yeah, please like a message. Leave your message at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and then like even there's like a picture of Batman on the desk with like a, a couple of knives in it and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's so jokery um when uh, you actually see all that. But uh, you know, I mean, why not? Why not do that? It's kind of funny though, because I mean, there was something when when it, when when they're they're doing the bidding, and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And then I went, "Oh yeah." So this episode really like because I was like, "What what is this end game right here?" But yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so then, um, yeah, of course that's all um, happening, and of course, uh, Mister Hugo Strange leaves. So then Bruce decides to do you know some detective work when it comes to all this. Uh, doesn't dress up as Batman. It's daytime. He just Bruce Wayne breaking into. Uh, the room with the machine and he we figure out why maria vargas wanted to uh get the tape destroyed and you know they bring up a good point because when you watch it you go like well she burned down the gotham docks when she was a kid because she liked fire and i guess she's always felt guilty and it's funny too because at the end even batman goes she should have never felt guilty about this and blah 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 she was a child by accident but that's what maria vargas was uh wishing to not be revealed to the public i guess well you know and you know you get the idea it's almost like thinking about something like the great chicago yeah. fire like th those are big those are big events and she, but she was also a child and she just saw you know what the consequences of her actions and then from such a young age it's like it just kind of like imprinted on her like oh no this is terrible this is awful no one must ever find out that i ever did this. yes yes so she has a, like a big time guilty conscience about it which you know yeah it does make sense especially if you're you know a, a you know superior judge or whatever in a big huge uh, city and then of course now like bruce is like oh my god this fucking thing can read minds um it's like well, what'd you think did you not think like that big huge <laughs> screen behind you wasn't going to be displaying stuff bruce <laughs> I know that's that's the one yeah. part about this episode that makes me roll my eyes. It's like, Bruce, you kind of just kind of walked into this. Yeah, one. you really did. <laughs> what did you think was going on? And like, you know, when you were struggling to like, you know, or, or, you know, to not think of certain things. I mean, that's what's kind of. And then, yeah, again, the big, huge screen right there that he's going to be sitting at. Uh, maybe 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 strange just said like, oh, I'm just going to monitor your brain waves on a 45 inch screen. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But um, so uh, but then, of course, he tries to find his tape and the, the case it doesn't have it in it. And then we get uh, and then we get Joker, Two-Face and Penguin showing up, which is cool because, you know, when they each one of them walks out, we get their individual themes, which is always cool. Oh, it's so gorgeous. I always love I always love it when they do that. And yeah. that's also the beauty of having a show like this with a which paid so much attention to musical score that it's like. 
the characters have themes. Like you know what they you you can close your eyes, you can hear the music and go, oh, that's so and so. Oh, that's so and so. And you just you just know it. And I and I it's one of those strengths of this show. Yeah. And 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 then of course there's like um you know, it's the goons that show up to help get the bags. There's like one really heavy bag that the Joker has that um, that we reveal that's it's just a big bag full of money. And then when because when they get to the resort and it falls open, I mean, I just again, I love it when how Joker could just go from the clown to just kind of thing. Just he lets that that anger out. And we see that again in this episode, which is the quick turn. It's like a dog triggered. Well, let me ask you okay. this. There was something ridiculous to me of seeing Joker, Two-Face, and Penguin walking around in broad daylight in the middle of a desert resort. Did this just not give you, like, 66 vibes? Like, seriously? Big time. Big time. And then you get Alfred, like, like in the bush or, like, kind of behind of, like, a tree, a small tree or something like that. And he's, like, seeing this and he's telling Bruce, like, like, oh, you got to get out of this here. Like, Joker, Two-Face, and Penguin just showed up. And, yeah, it's broad daylight. It's weird. And then, of course... What happens? Alfred ends up, you know, getting a grag to his face and uh, they grab him and he gets taken away. And then Batman just goes, he just goes full like destructive mode on, on, on Strange's machine. Like he just says, F this machine. It just takes a chair and starts beating the shit at everything. And everything just like goes up in flames, which, you know, of course, why not? You know, he's, he's he got, he has your secret. So mm, got to do that. I, I do have a lot. Like the way that the episode is structured, though, because you see him first, he takes the time to make sure that he wipes all the tapes clean yeah, that's of, that's all the, yeah. of, of all the backups that Hugo has. And then you see him get back into the machine before he smashes it. And I like the fact that there is a little bit of mystery. Like that's so that's one part where this episode you know it is a little bit more than the average bear, is that they do they leave that hanging thread out there for you. Like, why did he get back into the machine? And you don't know until later. It's true. Yeah. Cause he sits right back down before he destroys it. Sorry. I got a little too ahead of myself. We see Bruce, like get back and like the things, the little prong ball thingies come down and um, yeah. 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 Very, very like, (laughs) it's pretty much just like, yeah, let's, how how are we going to make this look? I don't know. Just make it too like antenna looking things with bit with uh, balls at the end. And that's, what's going to be pressed up. Couldn't just be like a hat, you know, like something that maybe that would, they thought too big, too much uh, Mad Hatter vibes or something like that when they were thinking about the design of this uh, machine, but no, yeah, yeah. He gets back in there and then of course, yeah, he destroys the machine. And then it's funny too, because when, you know, and just obviously playing the part of uh, playing Bruce Wayne when when Strange and his hoodlum show back up, Bruce doesn't put up a fight. He does not put up a fight at all. He just lets the guy just grab the back of you know, and it's like he could easily taken everybody out, but he doesn't. Oh yeah, because the whole plan is to like, all right, well, I already have this plan devised that we don't know about really fully yet. <clears throat> and of course, Hugo Strange has his uh, has the copy of the tape right there, and then Bruce gets uh, tied up with, and we got it. We get a nice little Alfred and Bruce moment. You know, they're both tied up. It, again, it is sixty six vibes. <laughs> You know, you got Alfred and Bruce tied up in a resort, <laughs> you know? So yeah, they, a resort that we know that Joker, Two-Face and Penguin are at. So yeah, there is some 66 vibes. You, you, you nailed it with that one. <laughs> well, and then, and then they go to like the conference room, which frankly always makes me think of like the briefing room from the Suicide Squad. Yeah, now there's talking to everybody. Right. Yeah. Now, but because when I saw the Suicide Squad, I was reminded 
reminded me of this scene from from this episode. And they're just sitting there like, you know, Joker's got popcorn. And he's and they're like yeah. they're like auctioning and like doing all the money. It's like one million, two million. Yeah. And, and they start like, fighting. And then I started going like, I'm like, well, what? What whoever wins this, aren't they gonna tell the others? Or is it just like, no, I'm gonna find out for myself, and then I'm gonna fucking kill Bruce Wayne when I find out? I don't know. It was just like, but then all of a sudden they they come up with the solution of, oh, let's just pull all our money together. And it's kind of a funny moment where they just count it all. And then Joker like pulls out his little like penny purse kind of thing. And just like, and 52 cents, you know, it's just like, all right, just to add that little part at the end. Um, but then, yeah, we, uh, then strange plays the tape. And of course we get Joker focus, focus, you know, that little bag, that little joke that's always there. Um, and then, yeah, we get uh, basically, I mean, I guess with the way the machine works, I mean, you could just think something and it'll just register that because apparently what Bruce did was think about Hugo Strange saying that I can say anybody's Batman and have all these guys pay a fortune and blah, blah, blah. And that's what gets displayed. So that was that's the plan right there, which Bruce was very you know, much telling Alfred about like, oh, my plan's going just right right now. So I'm going to use your head as a bowling ball. There it is again. That Joker, that turn, that turn where he just literally goes, he gets just from that goofy clown to just fucking to Pennywise. Essentially, he turns to Pennywise yes. a little bit. Oh, but yeah. So they start doing all that. And then, of course, Batman shows up. Well, Batman, he's the one he like rerouted the stuff because, you know, right there uh, across there's that, you know, that walkway. <laughs> That's where all the. That's where all the wires are, you know, you know, for everything. Not a control room or nothing. It's it's up there. So he did that to to play the the new tape. And <laughs> there you go. And then Hugo Strange just goes, "Well, fuck you guys," and just grabs a bunch of the money and runs off. Like what? And hey, I, he did better than his goons did. He true. said, and some money was better than no money." <laughs> that is very true. But I always love that in cartoons. And always just like, damn it. Cause like when you're running, like, like stacks are flying off. Like, you know, as they're running, I'm like, by the time you get to where you are, you're going to have like two stacks. Can you hold a little more of a grip? Can you like use your shirt as like a bag? <laughs> Cause it's like every time, every shot you see them, there's like a stack that flies off and you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh man. But then we get a little, and, and I'm sorry. He's also really short and squatty yeah. and those legs aren't taking him very not, far. Not at, all. Like, Dude. not at all. And then, uh, you know, and then we get a nice little chase sequence because they get in, uh, you know, the three get into a car and then we have Alfred who just like comes, comes flying in and Batman just jumps on that. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a cool little bit more Alfred Bruce Batman moments, which I thought was, you know, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's also fun watching Batman on the sideboard of yeah. like a Rolls Royce or a Bentley or <laughs> whatever a, it is that he has in a, in a chase sequence and they're That's... chasing bad guys. It's pretty fun. And then all, and then of course uh, they get to a plane and then Joker, you know, one of the many um, gifts that he has, he knows how to fly a plane and he dresses the part. He gets in the gear and everything. He's got the, the, the aviator jacket and on all that stuff, the headgear, all of it. And uh, basically they're just going to, I don't know. I don't know what, what 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 do you think their end game was for Strange? Like, why don't they just off him right there, just toss him out of the plane? Were they gonna do that? 
you know what? Because I mean, I love I love the line where he goes, "It's not the fall, it's the sudden stop." <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. That's a good line. That's a great line. Uh, this is where the episode kind of starts to fall apart structurally. I mean, because mm-hmm. you're like, "What was your plan? Yeah, why didn't you just kill him?" Like, you know, and then, of course, you get Batman, like, grappling, hooking around, like, rock structures. You know what I said? You know what I said? Because first off, and then, okay, so it gets a little crazy because when, you know, they're trying to get rid of him and then all of a sudden, the plane is just going down. Like, there's no fuel. Like, the fuel got let out. And, like, I'm like, all right, did Batman just go, oh, screw it. I'm just going to let these bad guys just crash. I mean, he, like had no intention on saving them. And luckily the, I guess you could say the plane just skidded right before a fucking cliff. But yeah, you know what I wrote? I'm all Batman does some Spider-Man shit (laughs) because that's exactly what it is. Yes. (laughs) I mean, he straight up slingshots himself. Like, I mean, it's, it's pretty gnarly what he does. I think it's cool, but I'm like, man, he does some Spider-Man type shit right there. Yeah. That's what I wrote. (laughs) Exactly what it is. So, yeah, so then it skids almost. uh, And then I love it when, you know, Joker opens the thing. He's got a parachute on and he just kind of jumps out and just lands on the ground, you know, just because he's the Joker. Why not? And, uh, yeah. Well, I I also love after this, like when Batman shows up, of course, you know, I'm like, I'm like looking at Two-Face and Penguin going, you have freaking Tommy guns. Don't talk. Just shoot. Don't talk. Just shoot because all Batman has to do is throw one batarang <laughs> ding, ding. and knocks both guns out of their hands. And then that's it. That's the end of the fight. There's no real like struggle, really. It's just you get you get you get uh Joker saying, Well, Arkham's nice this time of year. And that's pretty much it. He gets handcuffed and then um Gordon and everybody shows up and then uh of course uh this is where Hugo Strange is basically going like nah, everybody's gonna know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and then all of a sudden <gasps> Like, if you're watching this fresh, you're like, what the hell? Bruce Wayne shows up. <gasps> what? What? What's going on here? But we've seen this before. You know, we got to, we got to, in this world, they have masks that are like the Mission Impossible masks, obviously. And they got maybe voice changers mm-hmm. or, or Dick, Dick just knows how to do a good Bruce Wayne. I could see that, to be honest. I'm, you know, maybe he knows how to do a perfect Bruce Wayne impression. He lives with the guy, partially, at least, you know. So, uh, but yeah. So they threw that off. And then, of course, Batman says, well, like, hey, yeah, I got Bruce Wayne to, you know, help me out with your blah, 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 this, that, that, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just funny, too, because when the when when they take off, you just get like, you know, Bruce Wayne going. <laughs> and then it's like you hear Dick's voice. You're like, ah, oh, makes sense now. <laughs> I also love the fact that I love I love the trick of the these legs extenders hurt like heck. I know. I know. I just wish we weren't so tall. And it's like, yeah. That's perfect because uh, obviously he's standing on like like some stilts right there. But yeah, I mean it's a cool way. I always I remember as a kid I always thought that was like really cool. Just I don't know why like that Dick Grayson just came in and and uh, was Bruce. I mean it's funny because you know we see that switcheroo throughout. I remember like um, what's it um, wow, what was it was it a Justice League car- which there was another time there was also a time where where um, Superman and Batman kind of switched at one point where. Clark was Batman dressed up as Batman in an episode. Uh, you're you're thinking of uh, it, it is a technically a Superman episode. Okay, yeah, it's called Nighttime. That's what it is. I just remember like because like Gordon goes, "Is he seem bigger to you?" <laughs> yeah, it's like at least like like Gordon. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's also it's also the one it's also the one where Tim Drake Robin goes, 
stop smiling. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So like the it's like it's a good episode of where like yeah, where Superman is playing Batman and like yeah. But I just love I always loved it when like like Gordon's like does he seem bigger to you? I mean it's like I just love the fact that somebody's paying attention. You know, even though they're like they're not fully putting it all together, but somebody's paying attention. But yeah, that's also funny too with did you stop smiling? <laughs> oh man, great stuff. But yeah. So the whole switcheroo thing it was Dick Grayson that was playing Bruce Wayne, and that's pretty much where the episode uh, ends right there. You know, it's 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 a decent episode. It gets a little Batman 66 a little bit, uh, but it's an introduction to Hugo Strange, which is cool. Um, like I said, that little bit with going into his mind, I thought that was cool. That's the strongest part of the episode, but uh, yeah. Um, anything else to add? I will say, for an episode that's just kind of okay, yeah. I will say that... As a child, I still found this to be like this was still an entertaining episode. Like this was an episode I wouldn't skip if it if it was a rerun. Yeah. Like I liked I liked Joker, Two Face, and Penguin showing yeah. up at the end. As a kid, that sixty six aspect is still entertaining. My one big complaint or regret is the fact that they really don't ever really use Hugo Strange again. No, I'm at trying to remember in, where he, yeah. I think. He, I think he shows up. Okay. This is where my memory gets fuzzy. I think he shows up again later in Justice League, either Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. But as far as Batman the Animated Series, this is like his one and only appearance. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Good. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just saw that right there. I'm like, yep. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But when it comes to the animated series, I don't really utilize him too much more. Maybe it's because, like, when it came to other stuff, when it came to like mind stuff, since that's where they kind of introduced him with it. They already had the Riddler and, and, and Mad Hatter kind of, you know, they already had that handled, I guess you could say, because I mean, there's an episode where we, you know, one of what am I like, probably, uh, I forgot what the episode's called, but it's when Gordon gets trapped in that game and Batman and Robin go in the same. What is reality? What is reality. No. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a fantastic episode. Yeah. I have uh, a problem. You just say, ah, oh, I don't remember the episode. I'm just like, I know, I know. I just like, like totally, wait, yeah. Give me five seconds. What's the, what's the plot? <laughs> I, I was like, damn, I, I totally forgot what the, the name of it was, but, uh, so what do we got next week? Oh, we have a good one. We have Heart of Steel yes. Part 1. Oh, man. So we're going down a two-parter again. And Heart of With Steel. the introduction of Barbara Gordon. That's very true. Gordon. Yeah, pre-Batgirl. Uh, pre Pre-Batgirl. No uh, Batgirl yet. But, uh, man, this one is interesting because, yes, this gets into, like, it gets into more sci-fi, of course, territory. You know, you got an artificial intelligence. You got cyborgs. You got people getting replaced. I'm fine. I'm fine. We got a lot. We got the reading. <laughs> we got a. Oh, yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Oh, and there is a, and I, I'm going to save it for next week, but there is a rabbit hole of allusions and connections based solely on one character, mm. both what the character's name is and who plays the character. And I am going, I, if you want to see me like go total, like, well, um, yeah. Dave, um, <laughs> actually, you know, you want to see me go complete nerd. Wait till we talk about Heart of Steel. Oh, I'm sure. And I think, I, I mean, part of me already, th when you said the voice of a certain character, I'm like, I think I know which character you're talking about for sure, because it's a 
pretty recognizable voice first off um so yeah that'll be fun to talk about so yeah hardest steel um part one that's what we'll be watching next week sunday same bat time same bat channel go ahead scott send us off well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squawkets, where a podcast can be found. You can listen to our most recent episode, which was our conversation with Dr. Travis Langley on Batman and Psychology. And you can also look forward to our next episode, publishing soon, which will be our retro review of Wonder Woman 2009, starring Carrie Russell and Nathan Fillion in our continuing series of reviewing all of the direct-to-video animated films. Of course, you can... You can find the entire network shows at squadcastmedia.com. And of course, I'm here every week talking to this guy about Batman the Animated Series. There you go. All right, guys, smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that join button if you want to. Patreon's down there. Film Junkie Closet, where you can give yourself a Batman the Fan Animated Stream shirt if you'd like. All right, guys, we'll see you guys and uh, have a good rest of your Sunday. Talk to you later. <laughs>